Shopify. Yeti, Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. Including our very own T-Boy merch store. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your physical retail store? Shopify POS is like a command center for your store both in person and online. Shopify is a powerhouse selling partner. Their user-friendly interface is your source of truth for your sales, your inventory, and your shipments. Plus, there's the Shopify tools for Instagram and TikTok marketing campaigns. Shopify offers hardware to let you accept every payment and customer service to solve every problem. If you're selling something, you should sell it with Shopify like we do. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tboy, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash tboy to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash T-Boy. Fabric by Gerber Life. Yeti's fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. You can go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes with no health exam required. When Jack and I became dads, we got term life insurance. For 20 years, our family will be protected financially. So we pay a tiny premium monthly so that our family gets a payout if like the worst should happen to us. For the next 20 years. And that brings us huge comfort. So join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their families. Apply today in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash tboy. That's M-E-E-T fabric.com slash T-B-O-Y. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. AG1. Yeti is taking care of your health. It isn't easy, but it should at least be simple. That's why for the last three years, I've been drinking AG1 every day, no exceptions. It's just one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day, and it makes me feel nourished and ready to take on the day. That's because each serving of AG1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more. It's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. With the daily podcast, it stinks if we get sick. So we love the immune system boost from AG1 that keeps us 110%. It doesn't hurt that it increases our energy too, which is another thing you need if you do anything daily. If there's one product we had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why we partnered with them for so long. So try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash tboy. That's drinkag1.com slash tboy. Check it out. This is Nick. This is Jack. It's Thursday, the new Friday, November 9th. And today's pod, it is the best one yet. It is a T-boy. Good to pod again with you in person, Great Nick. Great to pod with you. Jack, can I ask a social manners question quickly for the Yeti's house? Social manners. Okay, last night at dinner, we ordered the exact same thing. Is that yeah. okay? Is that permissible? <laughs> yeah. I think so. I agree. I agree. Same. Yeah. I'll have the same as him. The Bombay curry shaman bowl at Great White which was fantastic we both got it it was delicious and we have nothing to apologize for who's talking about an apology okay I just wanted to get ahead of the story Jack first story <laughs> for today's show what do we got Nintendo stock jumped yesterday as it confirmed it's turning Zelda into a movie yet is the secret to scaling creativity is more creativity. For our second story, American credit card balances just passed a whopping $1 trillion. $1 trillion. Yet is there is good debt and there is bad debt. And this is the worst kind of debt. And our third and final story. One random line from the Stephen Colbert late night show is making Google nervous. And that line is about Google's competition and Gen Z. But Yetis, before we hit that wonderful mix of stories. Oh, yesterday's show was so much fun, but today's show is just fantastic. 
fantastic. Nick and I are still in Los Angeles. I'm flying back to the East Coast tomorrow. Do not sit in seat 17A. Seat 17A should be destroyed. Niche, niche. We do not like it. Yetis, it's a quick trip. Nick and I actually had a speaking event in Beverly Hills. Hey, T-Boy, 90210. But since we're in California, Nick and I want to talk about something uniquely Los Angelican. We want to talk about something uniquely Los Angelino? No, Los Anglican. Los Angeles. And that thing <laughs> is the drive-through. The drive-through, because the drive-through came of age in LA 80 years ago. Yeah, because yet yeah, if you want to go somewhere in LA, you are going to have to drive to wherever that where is. We've been persecuted for walking. <laughs> <laughs> we walked half a mile, and people did not believe us. Los Angeles was the first city to let diners grab fries without getting out of the car. Jack, if you're going to get in that chassis, you're going to want fries with that. drive throughs It's what LA does. You're not on the 405 unless you got a fried chicken in your lap. And the New York Times just did a deep dive on the drive through industry, which is thriving in America right now. Get this, drive through sales are up 30% since 2019. Yeah, 30% more Americans are driving their big Denali through the drive-thru. Taco Bell's newest drive-thru, it has four lanes. It's like an interstate highway. Chick-fil-A's newest drive-thru, it's two stories tall. It's like a skyscraper. Yetis, Jack and I saw that and we just had to know. Who invented the two-way microphone that lets you talk with the cashier? Because we all know that the most important part of the drive-thru is the two-way microphone that you're trying to get an order in. No, uh... I asked for three number twos. Uh, not two number twos, or three number twos over there. No, a junior bacon cheeseburger. No, we are cola. I just had a double liter of cola over there. <laughs> Yetis, we have all had an intense interaction with the microphone. You have to enunciate into the drive-thru microphone. But our question for you, which fast food chain invented the two-way drive-thru microphone? Which chain created the drive-thru microphone that everyone uses today? Here's the hint. The fast food chain is headquartered in California. And here's the answer. We'll tell you at the end of today's show. It's the best fact yet. Yes, it is. In the meantime, Jack, let's hit our three stories. 15 years before this song, two boys from the Northeast met in the dorm. They had an idea to cause a cultural storm. It's the best one yet, but the best is the norm. Jack, Nick, that's it. I don't even think they need to practice. 50%, that's a fat tip. T-Boy City on your at list. If you know, you know, because we ready to go. We can't wait no more, so just start the show. For our first story, Nintendo just announced a Zelda movie is coming out. But here was the real highlight. Nintendo told us how they scale creativity. And we'll tell you in the takeaway. But first, Jack, can we talk about the big complaint that everyone's complaining about about Nintendo? Investors complain that Nintendo is too focused yeah, on video games. Which is like, which is like an awkward complaint. It's like, it's like when we get DMs that say we're doing too much podcast. Yeah, it's like we, that's what we do. Like Nintendo is a video game company. They are one of the top two video game companies in the world alongside Sony. But here's the interesting thing, Yetis. The complaint about Nintendo doing too much video games, it's actually a financial complaint. Investors are worried that 90% of Nintendo's revenues come from video games and video game consoles. 90% of the company is depending just on video games. Investors would prefer some kind of a backup revenue plan. Well, Jack, we just got the earnings from Nintendo. What kind of numbers are we seeing, man? In the first half of the year, they made 800 billion yen in revenue. Jack, can we get a foreign exchange translation on that, please? That's $5 billion of video game revenue. $5 billion. Because Yeti's 20 million people bought the latest Zelda video game, boosting Nintendo's overall sales by 21%. 3 million units of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe were sold. Ooh. 
Revenge of the Green Shell. <laughs> but 93% of the revenue was still video games. Oh, it was still video Investors games. are still complaining. But Yetis, Nintendo just announced a plan to appease those pesky investors with some more non-video game sales. And here is the super non-secret Nintendo plan. One movie per year. Yeah, not two, not three, not zero. One Nintendo movie every single year. Because Yetis, the Barbie movie got all the headlines this year. But... The Super Mario movie, that also came out this year, didn't it, Jack? Super Mario, I watched the movie, it was great, and it made just about the same box office revenues as Barbie did. So Nintendo now says, hey, we've been a video game company, people are complaining about all our video games, why don't we basically become a movie company? Yeah, Nintendo wants to make more movies just like the Mario movie, and they're starting with Zelda. Nintendo just confirmed they're making a Zelda movie. And they further committed to release one new movie every year based on their video games. Pokemon, they're getting a movie. Super Smash Brothers 2. Kirby is even getting a movie. You think Duck Hunt could get a movie? I think Duck Hunt could get a movie. I mean, Jack, I heard Donkey Kong just signed with the United Talent Agency. They got an agent. Oh, by the way, who do you think is going to play Princess Peach? In a live action movie? Absolutely live action. What do you think, man? Maybe the girl who serves ice cream from Stranger Things. It's Rachel McAdams all the way. Are <laughs> no, you kidding? Maybe it's, it's Ethan Hawke's daughter. Money is on Rachel McAdams. Yetis, Nintendo says that one movie a year is their aim to put smiles on everyone's faces. That's a direct quote from the CEO. We love that sentiment. But it's also an aim to satisfy those investors who want Nintendo to diversify. You want them smiling as well. So, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddy Rachel McAdams and all of Nintendo? <laughs> to scale creativity, the secret ingredient is more creativity. Yeah, it's the original creativity. Yetis, you might think that growing non-video game revenue should be easy for Nintendo. Nintendo owns Zelda, a beloved video game. Can't they just hand the IP rights to some Hollywood studio? piece of cake blockbuster movie well that would be wrong because 30 years ago nintendo tried that it was a huge mistake the first mario movie in the 90s was a huge failure yetis nintendo's first mario movie it was a bust 30 years ago so this time they're doing something different nintendo took control of the creative yes with the original creative team that created Mario. Nintendo assigned their top creative, Shigeru Miyamoto, the guy who invented Mario, to work on this Mario movie. This is Nintendo's creative A-team that was behind this year's Mario movie, and that made it a huge success. And guess what? They're replicating it again. Now Mr. Miyamoto is deeply involved in the Zelda movie production, who he also invented. This one man invented both the Mario character and the Zelda character. He is the creative because he created the characters and now he's the one focused on both movies. He's the most precious resource at Nintendo and they're dedicating him to these movies. Because the truth is, to scale creativity, you need more creativity. For our second story, Americans' credit card balances just rose to a record high of $1 trillion. But like fats, there's good debts and there's bad debts. And that's what we want to talk about. Jack, one thing we have not talked about, though, no. is uh, it's funflation, right? <laughs> funflation. Funflation. Pent-up demand for fun this summer had us all splurging. Yeah, kind of fun to say, too, because our GDP rose to a shocking 5% this summer. That's one of the fastest economic growth quarters in 20 years. And that was driven by consumer spending on travel, on concerts, and on just good old having fun. It was funflation. 
and it happened this past summer. You went to Six Flags, you bought an eighteen dollar popcorn, and then you vomited it up, <laughs> didn't you, Jack? Is that funflation? It was fun when you were eating the popcorn. But here's the key that we want to ask: How did Americans pay for that funflation this summer? Well, Yetis, we've got the answer. It wasn't stimulus checks, and it wasn't paychecks. It was credit cards. Get this. The United States government tallies up all the credit card balances of every American each quarter. I mean, that sounds kind of freaky. It feels like a little bit of a privacy violation. It's a big number. They add up American Express, MasterCard, and Visa. And the amount of plastic debt that Americans had hit a record $1.08 trillion last quarter. Sit down, stand up, and sign on the bottom line. $1.08 trillion. Could you sprinkle on some context, Jack? That is the number one. Followed by 12 zeros. That is- There's four commas. <laughs> There's four commas. We've never seen credit card debt of Americans at $1 trillion. And that $1 trillion is up 40% in just two years. It's kind of alarming. Now, Jack, if we're going to continue this story, we're going to need to sprinkle on some clarification, too. That $1 trillion, it's not the amount you spent swiping your credit card and then paid off. No, Yetis, that $1 trillion is the amount... You didn't pay off. It's the amount you rolled from month to month and had to pay interest on. Okay, and now we got to talk about this part, Jack. The interest rate that the credit card company charges us on that $1 trillion in credit card debt? Because of high interest rates overall, credit card interest rates are at an all-time high. Yetis, the average credit card interest rate is over 20%. So this is bad news. The $1 trillion Americans have in credit card debt is charged 20% interest. And on the scale of debts, Yetis, there is no worse debt than credit card debt. Student loans, car loans, mortgages, they all have way lower interest rates than credit cards. Right, credit cards is the worst. Although there is mafia debt. Mafia debt is a bad kind of debt, Jack, right? Yes. Uh, You don't want to mess with Johnny Fiamma kind of debt, right? (laughs) If you have mafia debt, you're not paying interest in money. You're paying interest in fingers. True. Yeah. That's the worst kind of debt. You don't want gabagool kind of debt. (laughs) Loan shark debt, bookie debt is worse than credit card debt. But credit card debt is a very bad debt. The worst besides the mafia and bookies. <laughs> I'm glad we pointed that out. So, Jack, what's the takeaway for all our buddies who may have credit card debt? Like fats, there are good debts and there are bad debts. Yetis, if you've got a low interest mortgage, that is a type of debt. That actually looks like a very good debt right now. With a low interest mortgage, you can live in your home as you pay off the debt and just pay a low interest rate every month. So, for example, a 2.85% mortgage rate, that... That's a low interest rate debt, right? It's like an avocado. That's the good fat right there. You want to hang on to that 2.85% mortgage rate as long as you can. It's a good debt like an avo. But on the other hand, there's credit card debt. And that is bad debt. That is your trans fatty kind of debt. At 20% interest, interest payments can rack up faster than you're able to pay it down. So besties, if you have credit card debt, which is a bad debt, your financial priority should be to pay off that debt. The financial downside of credit card debt is bigger than any upside of any other investment you can make. Sorry, Jack, that's a powerful line. Can you just repeat that line for us? Because we should all absorb that line. The financial downside of credit card debt, which is 20% interest, is bigger than any upside of any alternative investment. Because yet he's not all debts are bad, but credit card debt is bad. It's the worst. Like gabagool. ZocDoc. Yetis, you've probably used a restaurant booking app to book a restaurant reservation for Friday night. Wouldn't it be nice to use a simple app or website like that 
to book a doctor's appointment? Well, that's what ZocDoc is. I've used it for years. Jack, remember when I hurt my back years ago, that herniated disc? Yes. I was booking those doctor's appointments using ZocDoc. Because ZocDoc is an online platform to find and book tens of thousands of doctors who take your insurance. It's kind of like a restaurant booking app, but for a doctor checkup, not a ribeye. On ZocDoc, you can browse top tier doctors who get patient reviews by verified patients, and you can filter the results by your health insurance. It's just so much better than making a whole bunch of phone calls and just waiting on hold. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you. And then instantly book appointments with all of them online. Save time, find the best doctors, and avoid being on hold for like 30 minutes. By booking through ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash T-Boy and download the ZocDoc app for free. And then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash T-Boy. ZocDoc dot com slash T-Boy. Burrow. Yeah, it is. It's ski season. So, Jack, uh, I know what that means. Your brothers are coming up. Going to get some visits, man. I have a guest room, but I'd need three guest rooms to house my three brothers and their families next. Like most people have one guest room if they're lucky, but that is where Burrow's shift sleeper sofa comes in. I've actually purchased two Burrow sofas before. I'm so excited for this sleeper sofa because it turns any room into a bedroom. Because Yetis, in under a minute, you can flip the seat cushions out and voila, a two-person queen-size bed emerges. It's a beautiful sofa that transforms into a cozy queen-size bed in one minute. Frankly, everyone should have one of these in their home. It's the shift sleeper sofa from Burrow. We wish Burrow would give me a promo code. Buy one brother, get two brothers free. You had too many brothers, Jack. In the meantime, check out Burrow's seating options and all their incredible furniture at burrow.com slash t-boy and get 15% off when you do. That's burrow.com slash t-boy for 15% off your Burrow purchase. Burrow.com slash t-boy. For our third and final story, last week on the Stephen Colbert Late Night Show, a single line was said that scared Google. It was about TikTok, which is the greatest threat to Google's online search dominance. Jack, let's turn on the TVs over here. Taylor Tomlinson, the comedian, appeared on Stephen Colbert's late night TV show. It was a funny episode. It was a good episode. Stephen good Colbert episode. is a funny guy. He's a good guy. It was a classic Colbert, right? It he really asked was. her about her new job, you know, what she's promoting right now. They were schmoozing and schmoozing away. It was really fun. But then she said one line that was important. Yes. Here's what she said. She wanted to learn how to nail a job interview. She was telling a story. Okay, but then what was the key part of her explanation, Jeff? In her story, she didn't Google how to nail a job interview. She TikToked it. She searched for a video on TikTok about how to do her job interview. Taylor Tomlinson is 30 years old, and the solution to the question she has wasn't reading websites she found on Google. No, the solution, apparently, was watching a two-minute video on TikTok. This is troublesome information for Google. <laughs> yes, it is. Even worse was how she summed it up. She said TikTok is Google for kids. Yetis, let's turn to the data. Jack, let's whip up the data, please. Millennials, Gen X, and Boomers, when we want to figure something out, we Google it. We Google it. It's a verb. We Google something when we need it. We, we Google something two minutes ago, Jack. But... For everyone born after 1997, they don't Google it. Right. They TikTok it. They've turned TikTok into their search verb. Young people are the future, so this future looks concerning <laughs> for Google. Get these numbers, Yetis. According to Google's own internal data, 40% of Gen Z prefers to search on TikTok yeah. or Instagram than to search on Google. 40% of young people prefer to TikTok or Instagram a search instead of Googling it. And that's Google's own data. It's just a huge cultural divide. Yeah. 
We needed to find a restaurant last night, so we Googled tacos in Beverly Hills. That's what we do for all the information we need to find. We Googled top taco recommendations by infatuation in Los Angeles. That's what we did. But the 23-year-old at the table next to us probably opened up TikTok instead and searched for tacos in Beverly Hills and swiped some videos. Yeah, like what we did to them was shocking, and what they did we think is shocking. They can't believe we Googled it. Yeah, it is. Google is becoming Grandpa Google. By the way, the restaurant was Gracias Madre. Yes. Thank you to all the Yetis who DM'd us that recommendation. Fantastic. And to all the other recommendations. We have a list now. And we didn't use Ask Jeeves. So, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at Google? Direct competition isn't necessarily the correct competition. That is, here's what Jack and I found fascinating about this story. The threat to Google isn't Bing or DuckDuckGo, two search engines. Those are the direct competitors to Google. The greatest threat to Google is apparently Instagram and TikTok, two social media companies. Those are the indirect competitors to Google. And another threat to Google? It's AI chatbots, isn't it, Jack? Another indirect competitor to Google. Yet he's Google has a monopoly on our minds. 90% of the world is using Google search. And yet the biggest risk to that domination is a social media app originally built for dance and karaoke video. Besties, it's a reminder that direct competition isn't necessarily the correct competition. Jack, can you whip up the takeaways for us for the new Friday? Nintendo just confirmed that they're making a Zelda movie and one video game movie each year after that. To scale creativity, Nintendo is giving more creativity. For our second story, Americans' credit card debt just hit an all-time high $1 trillion. Yeah, it is debt. It's like fat. There's a good debt and there's a bad debt. And credit card debt, it's the worst debt. Except for mafia debt. <laughs> And our third and final story is a comment on the Stephen Colbert show that was scary news for Google. Because Google's direct competition, Bing, isn't the correct competition. TikTok. We know because we TikTok. <laughs> yeah. But Yetis, this pod's not over yet. Here's what else you need to know today. First, the Actors Union has reached a tentative agreement with the Hollywood studios. If the deal gets ratified, the Hollywood strike will be over. We'll get more movies and more shows finally. Right, the last time we were in L.A., didn't the writer strike end? Yeah, and this time we're in L.A., the actor strike ended. <laughs> like, well, yeah, we don't want to take credit here, but like every time we're in L.A., we're, we're the strike busters. <laughs> we solved it. <laughs> and second, Rivian dropped its exclusive deal with Amazon to make them electric delivery vans. And that is actually good news for Rivian. It means Rivian will continue selling vans to Amazon but they can also sell to FedEx and UPS too. And finally, Disney. Its stock jumped after announcing more cost cuts in its earnings. The most magical place on earth is getting its budget cut. And investors are Love a it. fan of it. Yeah, they're big, they're big fans of less magic. Yeah, like, we do not need a 48th Marvel movie, apparently. Now time for the best fact yet. This one whipped up by Jack and me from lovely Los Angeles. Who invented the drive-thru 2A speaker? Earlier in the pod at the beginning, we were telling you all about the drive-thrus being iconic in Los Angeles. And drive-thrus are hitting a record high right now. The 2A drive-thru microphone was invented in 1946. And the chain that invented the microphone back then, Jack? In and out Burger. In and out Burger. They invented that. They invented the two-way microphone. <laughs> Basically, a glorified walkie-talkie. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that, please? A glorified walkie-talkie. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that, please? <laughs> two large cokes. We'll see you up front. 
That's really good. Somebody's getting a raise over there. I'm sorry, repeat that, please. <laughs> Yetis, you look fantastic out there. And Jack, if you're loving the show, what should you be doing right now? Follow us or subscribe. Click to follow us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. You'll get us every day. It'll be the best one yet, we guarantee it. If you know, you know. Before we go, a happy birthday to Yeti Rotimi Williams over in Lagos, Nigeria. She's also celebrating getting a master's degree in fintech and moving to London. Not too shabby. And a happy birthday to Brittany Bond, a four-year Yeti celebrating the 32nd birthday down in Montclair, New Jersey. Happy birthday to Marcia Flincham in La Palma, California. And Daniel Nardelli is turning 10 years old over in lovely Las Vegas. And happy birthday to Lulu Guo in San Jose, California. And Jesse D'Alfonso is singing the T-Boy jingle and celebrating a birthday over in Atlanta, Georgia. Happy birthday to Brian Lane, who's celebrating with his dink wife in their new home in Escondido. And David Sood, a long time Yeti, is celebrating a 27th birthday down in Medellin, Colombia. And happy birthday to Brandon Brock, getting his third birthday shout out on the show. That's a record. He's turning 30 in Jonesboro, Arkansas. And apparently he was 30 the last couple times we gave him a shout out. Is that Jack. right? Yeah. Somebody fact check <laughs> Brandon <laughs> Brock. Happy birthday, and Brandon. To anyone else celebrating something today, make it a T-boy. Celebrate the ones. <laughs> This is Jack. I own stock of Amazon and Disney. Dude, you did a terrific job on... On not something every... (laughs) (laughs) We're finishing each other's sentences, too. (laughs) This is classic, Nick. If you like the best one yet, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And before you go, tell us a little bit about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. We want to get to know you. If you travel, you know when it comes to love. See you soon. Can't wait. The sky is no limit. You know with your Delta Amex card, being oceans apart means meeting in Aruba. And booking a war travel with your card means saving 15% on Delta flights. You know, kissing under the bridge of size guarantees eternal love because you're the long distance lovebirds. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Takeoff 15 discount not applicable to partner operated flights or taxes and fees. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know.